And I am listening to Two Dad Busters. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Two Star Podcast. My name is Adam and I'm joined as ever by Graham and Dan. Hello. Hello. Dan has technical problems. I mean, he has actual problems as well, but he also has technical problems. He so, technically has problems. Yes. But let's be honest, the problems are causing the technicals, so um, yes. Yeah, so we apologise in advance for Dan's part of the show. Why do we never do that normally? It seems appropriate. Uh, you know, I think people know what they're getting. Man, everyone else is almost as stupid as me. Hmm. So, what happened this week? Uh, not much, really. Um, David Cameron, as far as we're aware, did not fuck a pig. He definitely did. Well, nobody claimed that he did specifically this week. It's entirely possible that he did, but we have no evidence to suggest it. Therefore, it would be highly dangerous of us to claim that he did. You figure there should now right be an internet industry, though, in claiming David Cameron did ridiculous sort of posho initiation. Well, no, because at that point, like it starts, then stuff starts becoming implausible. Whereas this is but just a one-off. believe he fucked a pig. Well, he yes, did. He what did. is implausible? Because the stuff that people come up with will be incredibly dumb because this is the internet, and people will come up with things that are completely implausible and just stupid, and then I some other people go, "Oh, that's really funny." He did. Yeah. He did say um, that Osama bin Laden being killed was a tragedy. Yes, he did. Lots of people have said um, that. I know. Is I was frankly like... appalled by his statement. Yeah, he does support so terrorists. Mm. Uh, Jer- Jeremy Hunt uh, did a poo on a train and then pulled the emergency stop lever. Mm, I heard about that. Because he doesn't even know how to flush a toilet. He's that, that. that detached from reality and the yeah, rest well, of us. Well, you know, if you, if you live in that kind of world, you have somebody to do it for you. Yeah, normally he gets a man to come in and claims it on expenses, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, that That's all that's happened this week, I think. Well, I mean, of course, the other the other big news that I'm sure will be of interest to Dan is that um, Liverpool have a new manager. They do? Yeah, because they fired their old one because he was shit. Jürgen Klopp is a lot of fun to say. It is. Although, to be Jürgen fair to, to, be Bren- to Brendan Rodgers, it, I don't know if it was so much that he was shit or just that there's only so much you can do to polish a turd. Well, in fairness, he would know because he's clearly spent that amount of time polishing his teeth. Um, the man was frankly disturbing and reminded me entirely too much of a travelling salesman. Was he Welsh? Where well, is he Welsh? No, he's, he's not dead. Irish. Oh, that's all the same, isn't it? He, he, but he, why do I think he's Welsh? Because his name's Brendan Rogers, and that sounds kind of a bit Welsh. Well, actually, it's Brendan sounds more Irish, but the, the Rogers bit sounds a bit Welsh. Did he used to manage Swansea? Yes. Oh, that's it then. Hmm. Ah, there we go. That makes sense. Hmm. Yes. So I'm, I'm sure you're looking forward to uh, great things in the future, although, you know, I imagine you'll be disappointed that he's already into his second trophyless day as Liverpool manager. Well, no, because you see he won, won the best interview trophy of that week. Um, everyone has widely acclaimed that it was the best starting interview ever. Um, I think it's just because normally uh, anyone involved in football is so frightfully dull that anyone saying a little joke is instantly regarded as some kind of orator. 
he, yeah, he, he's also interesting in that he wears glasses, and obviously most of the people who are in football would tend to normally beat up someone that wears glasses, so mm. having a man with glasses that has survived in that environment is, is quite thrilling, frankly. Fair enough. Another thing that happened uh, is there was a protest by some people who call themselves Fuck Brigade, um, and they were angry about gentrification, which... Uh, I don't really know what that is, but for some reason they thought that a symbol of gentrification was a cafe that sells cereal, so they smashed it up a bit. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what, like, are they, is it like, fuck brigade, as in, like, they really hate brigade, or is it like, the fuck brigade, as in, they, like, go around fucking? I think they're the fuck brigade, like, the boys brigade. Okay. Mm, Yeah. Uh, they made of them. It, it's they consist of fucks. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, the cereal cafe is very much run by wankers for wankers, but at the same time, I can't get angry about its existence because I just. Well, their their general complaint seems to be that some people opened up a small business and started selling like cereal to hipsters with too much money. Um rather than building affordable housing for the people of the area. Mm. But Which, it's a cafe. No one wants to live in a cafe. It's but this like is the one... thing. Like, oh, I, I, I'd love I, to live I, in a cafe. That'd be amazing. That'd be I food get the all logic. The well, there's, there's no logic. I get the complaint. They haven't got enough housing. But going and trying to vandalise somebody's shop because you don't like what they sell and you think it's too expensive, but you're not going there anyway and you've got plenty of other options, so... Why are you upset that it's too expensive if it's only idiots with too much money that are paying it? I don't really know. The internet really doesn't like the cereal cafe at all, Lily. Well, Which I don't I... like it either, but yeah. at the same time, I wouldn't go and vandalise well, it. Well, exactly. That would make that... me a massive prick. But I mean, mm. I just I wouldn't go there at all. It's it's like I can understand that you would kind of view it in the same way as a piece of poop on the street that is attracting flies slash hipsters. I wouldn't vandalise that either. No, no, exactly. I, I would just ignore That's, it. I, I can see why someone will get worked up about it. But not, if, if there's somewhere that I don't want to go, then I don't get angry about it. I mean, I don't ever want to go to Belgium, but I don't go and smash Belgium up. No, you just don't go to Belgium. Exactly. I just I have no strong feelings. I just don't want to go there, ever. Mm. Yeah, it mystifies me. It kind of falls into the same thing of people going, I really hate that thing, so I'm going to like petition for it to be banned. Like why? Because yes. I really don't like it. Right, mm-hmm. right. But you don't have to go and see it or buy it or do it. It's like yes, but I don't think anyone else should be allowed to either because I don't like it. It's like well, that just makes you a massive bell end. There's a lot of people in the world who are massive bell ends. Let's yeah. be honest. It's like you might think something shit. I might think something shit. But somebody else might like it, and they're perfectly entitled to go and buy this seven pound cereal in the morning if that's what they want to do. Apparently, it's only three pound fifty, which is actually probably the cheapest you're going to get a, something vaguely resembling a meal in London. But yeah. it's actually, Well, but, you say that, but like, how much would you pay for a starter anywhere? Which is basically what you're getting. Exactly. If I you went probably... somewhere and on the starters they had cereal, I would leave. Well, okay, yes. But if you went somewhere specifically because they had cereal on the menu, it would be a bit stupid to then subsequently leave when you saw the menu. If you stay in a Premier Inn or a Travelodge... They quite often 
their breakfast, you have to pay extra for it, and it's like seven or eight pounds. And sometimes that's the the cooked buffet, which isn't too bad. But sometimes it's continental, mm. and that is basically seven pounds for a bowl of cereal. Maybe a bit of toast. Yeah, it's not so, even continental breakfast should be brilliant because if you ever go to the continent where they have breakfasts, it's all like um, pastries and bread and cheese and meat and stuff. But yeah. in this country, it's just a, a few, but not even like a good amount of cereals. It's like a muesli, a cornflakes, a what rice krispies, um, some shreddies, and then two different types of milk. And well, no, and what makes it continental is they'll have some yogurts as well. Oh yeah, there is yogurts. Yeah, yeah, it's always shit yogurts as well because like yeah. you, you can get toffee yogurts these days, and that's brilliant. But it's always like um, like Peach. strawberry or uh, dust. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. No. I'm not a fan if I'm staying in a hotel and they say it's continental breakfast, then I do a shit in the bed. It's just a it's just a policy I have. Well, you've got to be consistent, I suppose. Yep. But, you know, on the upside, it means you never have to go back to a hotel that serves a continental <laughs> breakfast. Well, I wouldn't anyway, yeah. But <laughs> then I've got double reason. Like, the fact I'm banned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like a, I like a, a hot buffet. Well, Except, sometimes, they don't have uh, hash browns. Yeah, that... Everywhere should bloody well have mm. hash browns. Hash browns are amazing. Yeah. What do you think are the component ingredients that make an English breakfast? What do you have to have? You've got to have your sausage. You've got to have, well, you've got to have sausage, bacon, egg. Yeah. And then I think... Even though I don't have egg because I don't like egg. Because you're weird. Yeah. I think it's sausage, bacon, egg, plus two others. Yeah. You can have hash browns, uh, toast, like fried bread. Tomatoes, mushrooms. Tomatoes, mushrooms. um, Black pudding. I guess, yeah, if you're particularly odd. Fried Um, slice. Beans. Even scrambled egg, two different types of egg. Now that's living. Mm. I assume poached egg has no no place in this. Poached egg is fine. Yeah, it's entirely up to you. you like. Yeah, it, fried or poached, or I mean, boiled is insane. Yes, yeah, you've got to have some yolk. Yeah, and, uh, and something to dip in it. It's like just hash browns. Yeah, and have you been anywhere? They have not big like triangle shaped hash browns like a normal place. But they have like tiny little hash browns, and you just help yourself with a big spoon. I haven't. That sounds it's amazing. No, it's wonderful. It's um, have like a much better ratio of crispy bit to chewy bit. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hampton by Hilton do that. The one in Birmingham does. Adam, you could go there. You live in Birmingham. I could, but that would mean you're the only one here who doesn't have any breakfast. Yeah. But it's free. Divide. And they and they don't check your room number. Really? Yeah. So all you need to do is come down out of the lift, maybe like have your shirt a bit untucked, looking like you've just woken up. Mm-hmm. Um, I can manage that. Yeah. And they'll why why would they assume that you were stealing breakfast? A madman would do that. Yeah. So I mean, for extra credit, you could kind of go in in your dressing gown or something. Uh, that, yeah. Good good plan. Or yeah, in your slippers. Yeah. Yeah, but you'd have to then somehow get in. And get to the lift in your dressing gown and slippers to then come out of the lift. Well, the one in Birmingham, the uh, lift is sort of accessed via a secret door. It, well, I say secret. I mean, it's it's signposted and it's always open. Uh, but then you don't... You, yeah, breakfast is like two floors up. So you would 
just in case they like if they were watching the lift and working out which direction it came from you might want to go up to like floor six or something and then come down again just in right. case okay because they might be watching the arrows and they'll say hang on a minute that was going up where do you come from sunshine you put a lot of thought into this well i steal a lot of breakfasts fair yeah. enough as is only right and proper hmm I think we've successfully established that, you know, vandalising a cafe because you don't like their cereal is a dumb thing to do. Yeah. yeah. You know Belgian waffles? Yes. yes. Right. The waffle iron is how you make those, I understand. Because yep. it's yes. basically, it's a pancake, but you put it in a waffle iron. Yeah, it's basically like a George Foreman grill, but for waffles. Yeah. So how did they make waffles before the waffle iron was invented? Uh, I think they literally have like cast iron lumps that they chuck to the fire. Yeah, I would assume the same way that they did ironing before electric irons. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Sorry. Yeah. But why would that thing exist before they must have so somebody just made a lump of metal in that shape and then decided well, no, to No, I presume that they they like, they, they tried making like they they made some waffles, the pancakes that went wrong, and they are like, oh, these are quite good, we should try and make these intentionally. But it's a very specific shape. To well, have... I don't fucking know. It must Wikipedia. Have... It, they can't have just made that so they could make waffles. Well, maybe there's like some bit of farming equipment or something that looks like it. And oh, it's like... fucking dirty Belgians. <laughs> the Belgian what? waffle is a type of waffle popular in Europe and North America. What was known as in North America as the Belgian waffle does not exist in Belgium. Of course not. Uh, no single type of waffle is identified as a Belgian waffle within I Belgium think, itself. There are a number e- of different varieties. I think they do exist in Belgium. I don't think they came from Belgium, but I think they do exist in Belgium. Uh, so let's see. Originally showcased in 1958 at Expo 58 in Brussels, Belgian waffles were introduced to, by North, to North America by a Belgian named Walter Kleeman at the, 21st, at the Century 21 Exposition in Seattle in 1962. So, I mean, like 1958... So some madman just made something that its only purpose was to make pancakes in a sort of, in a waffle shape. Yeah. And that shape didn't exist before he made that thing. Yeah, by the looks of it, 1958. So what kind of thought process is behind that? Well, the same sort of thought process behind anyone that invents something new. Yeah, but you invent, generally people invent something new based on something that existed beforehand. Who, look, who looked at a pancake and thought this would be better if it was if it sort of had square indentations in a well, regular uh, well, shape? Presumably, Walter Clayman. Well, he's a madman. Why are we? You why know, are you if, celebrating if you this? Puts like stuff on your pancake. Occasionally, it will like slip off and stuff, and that's a bit rubbish. So I can see if you put like wells in it. So maybe he like maybe he saw a snowshoe. Maybe he was yeah. walking in snowshoes and trod on a pancake and thought, yes, that's it. Yeah, could well be. What a dickhead. Well, he's Belgian. Mm. No, he's not. That's the. Oh, isn't he? Oh, fucking hell. No. Belgian waffles have nothing to do with Belgium. If no, you they ever... do. They literally do. They were introduced what? in Belgium in 1958. So you just said they don't exist in Belgium? No, I said Belgian waffles, as they exist in America, don't exist in Belgium. What's the fucking difference? Because America takes everything that other people invent and turns it into something that's more American, usually just by like, putting lard on it. So what's an American Belgian waffle? Bigger. I don't know, it's probably like an American muffin. What's an Amer- like, what the fuck is American muffin? It's like, you know, a muffin as opposed to like, you know, like a, a sort of cake style muffin as opposed to like a, a breakfast muffin. 
Yeah, a proper like a muffin, a breakfast muffin is bullshit. It's just like a weird bread thing. Yeah, but that's yeah. what the muffin was until the Americans went, let's put more sugar and fruit into this. Hmm. Well, I'm on the American side. No, I can't argue with that. The American side has like the monstrosity of pancakes with maple syrup and bacon on, which is just no. Well, either of those what? are fine. Did you just together. what? Fuck off, both of you. What's wrong with you? Have you ever had ma- bacon yes. with maple syrup? It's not very nice. Fuck off, yeah. it's brilliant. It detracts from the bacon-ness, and it detracts from the ma- maple syrup No, it's greater than the sum of its parts. Which is weird, because maple bacon's quite nice, but there's something about the texture, and no, it's just not very... You're shitting on my Canadian heritage. Yes. Canadian heritage? Yeah, I'm quarter Canadian. Oh, Explains so much. Yeah. Okay, so yes, I am shitting on your Canadian heritage. Oh, that's fair enough, really. It only just occurred to me, like, two weeks ago, that my grandmother was an immigrant. Get out of this country. Yeah, yeah. She, she was Canadian and she moved here. And it only just occurred to me that I'm third-generation uh, immigrant. In Venice, you're the right kind of immigrant in that you're white, so no one cares. Well, I mean, she spoke English, so she doesn't count. <laughs> but that makes me hate UKIP even more. Good. Yeah. So, um, how would you like to hear an update from the magical land of Blackburn? I'm curious about this because I didn't think that anything ever happened in Blackburn. Well, Apparently I'm wrong. Let me tell you something wonderful happened in Blackburn. This is a story from uh, the Lancashire uh, Lancashire Telegraph, not an Echo. It's a Telegraph. What's the other kind of Argus? That's another kind of local newspaper thing, isn't it? I always, I always like to think that the the, the news, local newspapers that are called the Echo are because nobody reads them, so you might as well just be shouting it at yourself. Yeah, that's probably about right. Post, mm. that's another one they have. Yeah, Gazette. Um, gazette, fuck off. <laughs> what? Anyone who calls their newspaper gazette. a Gazette is a fucking idiot. Yes, that's what local news is about. Well, anyway. Uh, I'm not going to spoil it by reading out the... Tribune. Um, oh, yeah, Tribune's a good one. Mm. I'm not going to spoil it by reading out the headline. Let's, uh, I'm going to take you on a journey. Um, a 35-year-old man performed a sex act in a pub beer garden. Uh, Blackburn magistrates heard that Michael Brian Scott was pleasuring himself for 40 minutes <laughs> before he was arrested. He pleaded guilty to outraging public decency... Um, he has previous history for obscene behaviour, and he'd previously been jailed for 32 weeks for outraging public decency. Uh, he was in the beer garden of this pub, and people were constantly walking past. The court heard he had been drinking and had snorted five lines of cocaine before committing the offence. Uh, his partner uh, can't explain his behaviour. <laughs> So, a man snorted five lines of coke and had a wank for 40 minutes. That's impressive. Yeah. I, I, have, I have two questions. Well, two, two points here. One is that outraging public decency is possibly the coolest name for an offence ever. If or banned. a sex crime, then oh, I yeah. want to do it just for the name. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I hate to say this with a man who does it a lot, but doesn't he need to practice a bit if it's taking 40 minutes? Well, I mean, we've all sort of got home from the pub, fancied a, a quick hand shandy, and you realise a few minutes in, this is going nowhere, and you have to yeah. abort. But, I mean, I wouldn't just bang away for 40 minutes in the hope that something's yeah, going to happen. Yeah, but to be fair, I've never 
attempted it after being drunk and having five lines of coke. Well, yeah, I think that's the... I've never had five lines of that's... coke. So... Well, this is the thing. It's probably the X factor in this story. Mm. I think... Mm. Uh, so, I think we need to do an experiment. <laughs> I'm Dan, worried. Dan, can you get uh, some cocaine and snort five lines of it and then have Wank and report back next week? I can pretend to do that, yes. Oh, uh, okay. That kind of that kind of invalidates the scientific element of this experiment. Yeah, I mean, you have to actually do it, and then Adam, you can be the control. You will so, just no no coke or booze. No, you just you just take the cocaine. You don't have the wank. Okay. Uh, and I'll just have a nice wank. Excellent. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll come back in two weeks and tell the listeners what we did. Well, in, in very non-specific general terms so that we don't, you know, get arrested for outraging public decency or class A possession. Mm. I think I've actually been to the pub in question. I think I watched England get knocked out of Euro 2004 there. Sounds so believable. The pub riddled with failure. Yeah. And to like be fair, I, most I, pubs. I did then have a 40-minute wank, so maybe it's, just the, maybe it's just the place. I mean, to be fair, I have to say, this story, it kind of... It redeems, in my eyes, some of humanity for the fact that he wasn't, like, doing anything more bizarre than just having a bit of a wank. Like, normally when you get one of these stories, it's because they were, like, I don't know, trying to have sex with a car, or Mm. fucking a swing set, or, (laughs) you know, something like that. It's it's never just as simple as as a man pleasuring himself in public anymore. It just doesn't make the news. Yeah. Um, You know... I mean, he had to go for the cocaine gimmick, didn't he? Which yeah. Is a bit of a shame, well, yeah. But... I mean, that obviously you know elevates it above typical yeah. public masturbation. But... Forty minutes is kind of long enough that you could be like, you know, you could pop to the shops, see him on the way, and on the way back, and just think, "Fucking hell, you're still going." I wouldn't be outraged or like, offended. I would just be surprised. Yeah. I mean, you'd, I mean, you'd have to assume that you know, after forty minutes, it. There'd be some like damage down there or something. There's going to be some chafing, isn't there? That's a long time, yeah. and I presume he hasn't got time to sort of nip out and get some hand lotion on. Well, he, to be fair, he sounds like the kind of guy who's probably always got it on his person. <laughs> That's fair. Yes, He's, this happened before. Yeah, but if he was off his mind on coke, is he, he going to learn from his previous experiences and bought like tissues and the? <laughs> this doesn't sound like the man who learns from, <laughs> from experience, does it? <laughs> That's my point. So yeah. My question is: Is he is his partner the same person that he was with during the previous incident? Hmm. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? He's been working as a forklift truck driver for the last two years and lives with his partner, who sits at the back of court. She finds his behaviour difficult to explain, said his lawyer. Well, you would, wouldn't you? It's fair enough, really. Yeah. I've heard this week. Yeah. I mean, fair play. She went to court. Maybe that was just to make sure he gets locked up. Hmm. Or to, you know, slosh some cold water on if you start jacking off in the middle of the court. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it helps, but the pub is on Mincing Lane. <laughs> so what's the headline? Oh, well, it's just um, man caught pleasuring himself for 40 minutes in pub beer garden after snorting five lines of cocaine. But I, I wanted to... It's a pretty succinct summary of the article, right? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> if, I'd, if I'd said that, I couldn't, couldn't really have told you anything more. Really, you know, they need to hire a better social media manager because that headline is just not clickbaity at all. No, no I think, I've, yeah, if you saw that on Twitter, you'd think, I've learned everything I, I need yeah, to you, learn you, about that. You need a, this man snorted cocaine and you'll never believe what he did next in the pub beer garden. Hmm. 
I absolutely would, in fairness, if Cameron had been face-fucking a pig right next to him. I'd believe that too. See, I don't know. It doesn't answer the crucial question, which I think you know where I'm going with this, is did he finish? Well, the assumption I made was that, as I said, he was doing it for 40 minutes and before he was arrested implies that he was stopped mid-flow. Well, you wouldn't want oh to be God. the person to arrest him, would you? Hold your hands I probably out, could have sir. raised that better. Uh, I would say so, yeah. Um, well, I don't know, because the, are the police really going to take 40 minutes to turn up to somebody wanking? I think the police well, probably got there fair, quicker. It depends how long it took for him to be reported. Well, yeah. Because a lot of people have just gone like, and then eventually somebody would have kind of gone to the staff and said, excuse me, there's a man pleasuring himself in the beer garden. They go, oh, Steve, yeah, Steve, we know about Steve. Yeah, we'll be done in a minute. Well, he's been at it for 40. Yeah. Well, I think maybe the police turned up and then he just and then just let him finish, which is fair. I mean, human rights legislation, I think, mandates that. Quite possibly, quite possibly. I, I can't profess to be an expert in, in European human rights law, but that sounds about right. Mm. So another story I found in a local newspaper this week was um, that of Mr. Stuart Lynn, who spent nearly £30 in his local Indian restaurant and asked for his venison curry to be served very mild. Then on his receipt it said, very mild, white people. So he understandably thinks this is a slur, saying that white people can't handle spicy curries. Um, and he, you know, got upset and told the newspaper and like a like a whiny bitch, as you do. But the uh, the owner of the restaurant said, well, when we wrote white people, we don't mean white people. We mean a white sauce made from milk, single cream, coconut milk and spices. People means milk. However, we decided to change the way we inform the kitchen, and we'll mention add white people or with white sauce to avoid any confusion. <laughs> that is... Did you have a straight face when you were saying that? Yeah, I mean, fair play. He's had a go there, hasn't he? But Yeah. I mean, Just, it, oh, no, you, you need to add, add white milk to this. As opposed to the other kind. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's, yeah, that's what I've been reading. I, I, I struggle to feel sympathy for this guy because if you're ordering a venison curry, which oh yeah, I mean, frankly, you can fuck I live in the start, middle of fucking you? Surrey. I yeah. don't know where I'd get a venison curry, uh, and a mild uh, one at that. You just want the venison stew, mate, in a pub. Well, yeah, and a mild, curries. a mild venison curry is yeah. Basically, he's gone to the wrong place, hasn't he? And yeah. He told the um, he told the newspaper that. Uh, I do like a hot curry sometimes. I just fancy the mild one for a change, which is bullshit. He's a pussy yeah. who can't handle a hot curry. You see, I don't really get this. Like, I wouldn't be particularly upset if I received a receipt in a curry house that said white people on it. It's like, yes, that's an accurate description of me and the people that are with me at this table. Well, I mean, he is black, so... Ah, well, that's fair enough, <laughs> well, though, isn't it? I don't know, that's just not true. But yeah, I mean, if if they said there's some white people over there, they're having a mild curry, I'd think, yeah, fair enough, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'd like to, to depress you two for a moment. Um, now, obviously, uh, these days there are a lot of people who make a living to one degree or another by doing YouTube stuff. Yes. You know, a lot of it... Doesn't interest me at all. Mostly seem to be targeted at, you know, teenagers and children. Bellends. Yeah, pretty much. Um, 
but I came across the story of uh, one particular YouTuber um, who is 23, uh, goes by the name of Captain Sparkles, which... If this know, is anything to do with My Little Pony... It's you not. Can... <laughs> don't worry. It has nothing to do with it. Oh, God. I'm coming out now. Um, this is, in fact, about Minecraft. He's a Minecraft YouTube streamer. If this is about re recreating My Little Pony in Minecraft, nope. again, you're off nope. the podcast. All he does is he does Minecraft videos. Videos of him playing and doing stuff in Minecraft, puts them on YouTube, people watch them. He has just bought a four and a half million dollar house in Hollywood. Hmm. It is fucked, isn't it? Yeah. Like the world. In fairness, it's at times like this when I think, man, I'm glad I've got man blocker. Mm. So that I'm not paying for some fucker to buy a house in Hollywood for millions of dollars. It's at times like this, I think, why the fuck didn't I think about streaming videos of me playing Minecraft on YouTube? What's even more depressing is for every one person who makes millions of dollars from streaming Minecraft on YouTube, how many thousands are there just streaming Minecraft to nothing? Uh, well, you just have to go and look on Twitch. Probably a fuck ton. Yeah, that's more depressing, I think. People who think they'll be able to get rich and they just haven't... I mean, there's no... It's just chance, isn't it? And probably... It well, this will be fair, they're probably quite good at what they do, but well, yeah, what, they mean, do is, there's, there's what they do stuff. is completely shit. And charisma's a big part of it and all the rest of it. Yeah, well, that's yeah, why, that's why we couldn't do it. Random yes. birds on YouTube. Really? Well, yeah... Well, that's, I mean, that's the other difference, isn't it? Is that the, a lot of people who basically exploit the fact that if you're a woman and you stream stuff, you can basically get massive views simply by being a woman that streams stuff. Yeah, but the counterpoint is that you then have to put up with about half of the internet calling you a slut for daring to appear on the internet. Well, yeah, but if yeah. you're making tens of thousands of dollars a month doing it, do you really bait. care? Yeah. I'm like, not sure I'd Want like, to well, be... but, but what I mean, I'm not talking about just just women who do like YouTube channels and stuff. I'm talking about people who specifically exploit the fact that they can make lots of money by appealing to basically horny teenagers, and they're obviously fully aware of what they're getting into and making a lot of money off it. And fair play, if I could get away with it, I would do it. If I could sit here on my pants and stream games and get tens of thousands of people throwing money at me for it. You're damn right I'd do it. It does seem a bit bizarre to know who the audience are and then get upset by the comments. Well, I mean, I don't well, think like you, most you, of them... Presumably you know what you're going to get and you, you yeah, think, it's fine, I'm going to ignore like, that. It's one of those things where I think there are kind of limits, but well, yes, yeah, right, right, on yeah. the whole, you're yeah. probably right. Um, I mean, bear in mind, they're girls. They're probably not as aware of just how terrible teenage boys are. I think you need to have been a teenage boy. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that most I'm pretty sure most girls are largely aware of what terrible people men are. Yeah. Like yeah. we don't hide it very well. It's, it's true. Yeah. Were Hanson Amish? No. Okay, thanks. They They might have been like covert Amish or something. It wasn't well, pretty fucking covert. Like, well, yeah. clearly they weren't. They they had electric guitars and amps oh. and, like, played on big stages with, like, floodlights. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. They just, one of them looked a bit Amish, that was all. Yeah. No, they weren't. So, Dan, you, you've got some news about selfies. Yes. So, um, it, it turns out in the news last week that more people are now killed every year in selfie-related accidents than by sharks. So, um... Well, that doesn't surprise me because not a lot of people are killed by sharks. 
Yeah. So this this is my first of two points. If it was like, in turn, sharks need to step up their game. Well, they've yeah, been slacking. They've been slacking for years. I mean, yeah, coasting on their reputation. Yeah, it's, it's very sad. Um, particularly as you know, Australians. I mean, I've never killed anyone, but nobody's scared of me. And yeah. a shark can have not killed anyone, and everyone shits themselves as soon as they see a, a fin. Yeah. Maybe, well, I, maybe a, I need to put a fin on my back. It's like those footballers that coast by on having flashy coloured boots and stuff and not really trying. Mm. I'm not impressed. Um, but the other point, obviously, is how does one kill oneself taking a selfie? I'm assuming there's a certain amount of comedy stepping back, stepping back, fall off the cliff. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's probably that. There's also one that I just... This is complete coincidence that I happened to find um, while I was browsing the internet earlier, uh, which is the story of um, two young men in Russia um, who died while taking a selfie holding a hand grenade with the pin pulled out. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I wouldn't say that that is a selfie-related accident. Well, it is a selfie-related accident. It's not a selfie-induced accident. I would say the, the selfie element of that is very much... Uh, a a byproduct. I think. I think the most impressive part of the story is the fact that the phone survived, which is why they have the record of the incident. Well, is it one of those old Nokia's? I think it must have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I mean, that's what that's what it comes down to. It's like when you see the the news stories that get released every year, when like the what's is it uh, Rosper the the health and safety. Mm. Uh, yeah. And they'll always, they release statistics every year. It's like a press release thing. And it's always like, you know, three people were killed in tea cozy related incidents. And it's not like that, you know, they choked on a tea cozy or it's something. They were holding a tea cozy when they got shot. Yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. It's like, that's what related incident means. Mm. Um, you know, they, the tea cozy was on their head and it caught fire. I mean, this sort of stuff. I mean, frankly, I'm impressed that people in this day and age still have tea cozies. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not impressed. Cool. I think they, that's ridiculous. Why would you have a tea cozy? To keep your teapot warm. Just don't use a teapot. They invented tea bags like literally like twenty years ago or something, and they've you can just you don't need a teapot. Hey, some people like loose tea. Idiots. Uh, we've had some listener feedbacks. I don't believe you. We haven't got any listeners. Um, we had it in August, but I only just saw it. Uh, two points of order. Number one, I would like to formally request that you discontinue your Poetry Corner segment, which I think <laughs> fair is, enough. is fair shout. I mean, yeah. we milked that for probably three episodes longer than uh, than it was even... How many episodes did we do it for? Four, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, you know, the tagline to the podcast. Yeah, that's true enough. Um, and then the film idea that I mentioned about a detective with multiple personality disorder... He said it's quite derivative of the film Filth by Irvin Welsh. I've watched the film Filth, and it is nothing like that. So Christopher from Dorset is a fool. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Filth? Uh, it's, I have, no, it's uh, quite good. So I follow Irvin Welsh on Twitter because he's hilarious and just goes on massive sweary rants whenever anyone Scottish is playing in the tennis or the golf. They're so never then? No. Oh, there's Andy Murray, isn't there? Yeah, and some Scottish golfers. Colin Montgomery. Yeah. He's worth following. Okay. Thanks for your top Twitter tip. Top Twitter tip indeed. Uh, so yeah, I think I mean Poetry Corner was um it had run its course. I think it, it, I think I think it provided a valuable service to the community, but it's, it's I mean it, it filled yeah. up five minutes of podcast. Yes. Yeah. Valuable service to the community. Yeah. So uh yeah. But instead of Poetry Corner this week, 
Daniel has uh, actually got something to contribute for us. Yeah, it's a shock. Yeah. Which we one are we can, going? We can, the oh, fuck the R. Kelly thing. Cool. Are you not? not oh, Christ Almighty! It's like pulling teeth. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm blowing this completely. Yeah. So, um, in, in the course of you know aimlessly surfing the internet, as I do with my life, uh, I came across a wonderful thing, which is um, uh, some dude from America has decided that um, rap is not necessarily the best medium for conveying the artistry of R. Kelly. In fact, it should be done via barbershop. Now, now usually I don't do this, but um, go ahead and break them off with a little preview of the remix. Now I'm not trying to be rude, but hey, pretty girl, I'm feeling you. The way you do, do the, the things, things you do, remind me of my Lexus Coupe. That's why I'm all up in your grill, trying to get you to a hotel. You must be a football coach, the way you got me playing the field. So let me give you that toot toot, and let me give you that beep beep. Running her hands through my fro, bouncing on 24, while they're saying on the radio. It's the remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. We're sipping on coke and rum. I'm like, so what? I'm drunk. It's a freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. Have me some fun. We love to bounce, 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 bounce. We love to bounce. We love to bounce. We love to bounce. Bounce, bounce, bounce. We love to bounce. Now it's like murder, she wrote. Once I get you out in the clothes, privacy is on the door. I still can hear you screaming more. Girl, I'm feeling what you're feeling. No more hoping and wishing. I'm about to take my key and stick it in the ignition. So baby, give me that toot toot. And let me give you that beep beep. Running her hands through my fro. Bouncing on 24. While they're saying on the radio. That was wonderful. I know, I really liked it. This is uh, another version of Ignition Remix that I found. This is Ignition Remix on the uke. Give me 
to say that nothing isn't improved with a uh, a ukulele involved that, that was actually really amazing it as well wasn't it and the sad thing is right they're all better than r kelly oh yeah of course yeah the uh, i think the greatest r kelly um cover of all Ooh. is yet to be recorded because i can't find a german umpire band playing it <laughs> ah. so this could be our moment to shine. Can any of us play a tuba? No. Oh. I can Dan? make farting noises, which I think is the same thing. Okay, that'll do. Uh, I, that, I mean, that's that's the only instrument you have in an umpire band, isn't it, I think? Um, Name me well, another umpire band instrument. You can't. Uh, tuba. You got, like, drums? No, of course it hasn't got drums. Don't be silly. It's, it's, just, a, it's just, I mean, just a guy I mean, with a tuba. Like, a drum. No, it's just uh, a guy with a tuba. That's an umpire I mean, band. Okay. And then 40 people drinking out of uh, four pint glasses. Yeah, sounds about right. Sounds pretty plausible, actually, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's October now, so it, now would be the time to, to do that. Yeah, what except Oktoberfest the... isn't in October for some reason, because Germans are weird. What? Of course it is. It's not. Isn't Oktoberfest all of October? Yeah. Shouldn't I be, like, drinking and wearing lederhosen right now? You're not? Yeah, well, here we go. Oktoberfest uh, is a 16-day folk festival running from mid or late September to the first week in October. It is in October, then. So, well, yeah. yeah, a bit of it is, but like it's this year it starts on September the 19th. Yeah. You've got to have a run-up, haven't you? Yeah. You can't just start drinking four pints of beer at a time without a warm-up. Yeah, man. It starts at the beginning with like a half pint. Yeah. And, you, and then you, by the time you get into October, you can just chug away four pints without thinking about it. Yeah, and then the rest of October is the hangover. Yeah. Fair enough. Don't, don't, come on, Adam. Where, where's your cultural knowledge and understanding? Where's uh, Wikipedia. Well, no. that's true. Yeah. Does anybody have anything else 
to discuss. Any other business? Any other business? I'll say that as a no. No, I think we're cool. Sold to the man in the back. Oh, I'm in the back. Oh. Oh, that's right. Thank God for that. I thought oh. I'd have to. Yeah. Oh, well, you, you twitched and uh, you thought you'd bid on me. Yeah. Mm. Embarrassing. Good luck with that, Dan. Yeah. I will be coming to live with you shortly. Yeah. You probably manage that somehow. Oh. I have to live in the shed, obviously. Oh, I didn't live in Yorkshire, so a shed in Surrey will be um, like luxury compared to. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I ran out of steam. Fantastic. And on that note, we say thank you for listening to episode 25 of the Two Star Podcast. If you've made it this far, uh, we'll be back at some point, probably in the next couple of weeks, thereabouts, give or take, with episode 26, and it'll be just as good. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we apologise in advance. Yeah. Fuck you, you're getting it free. Bye. 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 Let's check the internet.